I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Welcome to our Everything is Better with Creators Beyond Disability series. In 2022... Whaler joined forces with C Talent, a Cannes Lion winner and one of the top management and consultancy companies representing high-profile, deaf, and disabled talent. I'm Ashley Rudder, and in this series, we're on a mission to change the way people view and define disability. I will interview top C Talent creators and global thought leaders from across the disabled community to start difficult conversations to raise awareness and acknowledge the lives of disabled people. Now, let's get these conversations started. Today, we're excited to be speaking with Imani Barbarin, a speaker, writer, creator, and inclusion activist who speaks from the perspective of a black disabled woman. Imani has published articles in Forbes, Rewire, and Healthline, as well as on her own platform, Crutches and Spice. To date, she has created more than a dozen trending hashtags that allow disabled people to tell their stories from their own perspective, including hashtag patients are not faking, hashtag things disabled people know, and hashtag ableds are weird. Hello, hello. We've got Miss Amani in the building. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Well, you know what, Amani, before we get started, let's get our audio description going here. Um, I will, I'll start. So hello, everyone. I'm Ashley Rudder. I am the head of creators here at Whaler, and I am wearing a cream, a short sleeve cream colored sweater. I have long braids, I have winged eyeliner, and I have a vase of yellow roses sitting next to me. Hello, everyone. My name is Imani Barberin. I am a disability rights and inclusion activist. I am an African-American woman. I have red hair, brown eyes. I am wearing a brown, yellow, and blue um, flower dress, and I'm in front of like a blank wall. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I just love kicking things off with an origin story, Amani. Do you mind if we start there? I would, I would love for you to tell our guests and kick things off with you marking any core memories that really help form the person that you are today and just like walk us through your life for a second. Yeah, I mean, um, 
my biggest core memory is the one that started the hashtag able to weird, which is um, I went swimming once and I leave my crutches next to the pool so I can get out and walk. Um, and some guy um, thought that I needed them to swim and threw them in the pool next to me and they sank and I had to go get them. Um, that was my villain origin. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was very pissed because of, and they sank and then they rusted for like weeks afterwards. They were like always leaking like a brownish orange water. Oh no. Yeah, but um, my I started my blog in 2014 to talk about my experiences as a disabled black girl. Um, and just, it kind of grew from there as soon as I wanted to start talking with other disabled people um, mm -hmm. and get other people reading my work as well as just interacting with different community members. And so that's kind of how I started out. All the social media, all of it um, was on my blog. <laughs> incredible, incredible. So, you know, I've, I've, I've done my homework, Imani. I've done a little cyber stalking. I'm just warning you. <laughs> Very impressive, to say the least. Like, I, you know, you have a master's in global communications. Excuse me, please and thank you. And, I mean, come on. You've got you're, – you're, you're multilingual. And I'm telling you, you're writing for everyone from Forbes to Healthline and of course, your blog, like you mentioned, uh, Crutches and Spice. And so, you know, I have a feeling that all of these hashtags that you've been putting out there, um, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Imani is responsible for creating dozens of trending hashtags that allow the disabled community to share their perspective and around the world. And everyone's taking a huge notice. I have to know, like, what was the process of building those hashtags yeah. and like walk us through that experience? Well, I always, um, so the hashtags came from really listening to the disability community. Um, I can always kind of like put, put a pin in a moment when I can realize there's something going on simultaneously. There's no like filter, like, uh, or outlet for people to speak about it in like one condensed area of the internet. Mm. Um, and then mm -hmm. timing was always really important. Um, cause I always like started hashtag like Saturday morning because, it was a very, uh, like, ah. the weekends are very difficult news cycles for journalists. So during their pitch Interesting. Yeah, so, so, like, I used to work for, like, different news outlets and content outlets. And the weekend is a very difficult time for people to get stories because they have to pitch them Monday morning. So, like, there's really nothing going on during, mm. generally speaking. Um, but we live in a 24-hour news cycle. So they usually pick up on things that are trending over the weekend as something to talk about during that week. So, like, you could actually, like, extend the life, the shelf life of a hashtag if you time it just right. Um, and so, yeah. So Brilliant. Yeah. Stop. Okay, keep keep going. This is this is the juice that we're here for, Imani. I would actually start with, like, a hashtag myself and, like, do several myself. And then I would, as soon as people started joining in, I would retweet them, especially if they were stories that were in line with the type of responses that I thought went with the original hashtag. And then I would retweet those, retweet those. And to the point where like disabled people started just retweeting each other. And like, I was more or less like on the back end, just like watching people have these conversations with one another and letting disabled people kind of take the charge of these conversations. And so like, that's kind of how it started with hashtags was I could kind of see a moment and then be like, I think that we can boil this down and get it synthesize underneath one hashtag where people can find it and find one another. 
Incredible. Okay. Like, come on. Like, the strategy. Yeah. Yeah. People don't know it was a strategy, but I would do it. Sa- like, and people didn't notice I was doing it Saturday mornings because I was just, I, yeah, it was, they mm-hmm. would see on a Saturday morning. Um, they're very, Incredible. Yeah. If I hope everyone's taking notes um, because again, like it is, it's a, it really is about that synergy. Like one thing stacking on top of, you know, like listening, understanding the community, you know, you, you are the creator that's tapped in, you're the person you're tapped into what you understand. Um, and on top of that, you understand how the algorithm works. So um, all those, all those brilliant things is what truly does ladder up to virality and, Come on, let's talk about the community that you're building here and what, how has that, how has that affected you and it also affected, affected the community as a whole, like these hashtags and like, what is like, what are the things that you're seeing that surprised you? One of the things is I try to really keep an open mind and make sure that I am cognizant of the fact that disabled people have such diverse experiences, but there are very common threads in the way, in the ways in which non-disabled people, um, interact with us and so usually the hashtags that do the best aren't necessarily hashtags about like our individual lived experiences because those are so different but the way we are socialized and treated and and mm-hmm. our ability to hold up a mirror using a hashtag is usually kind of the best uh type of conversation that usually happens um because then people people could take a step back and be like oh wow i had no idea or disabled people could look at one another's stories and say, oh my God, I had no idea people were experiencing the exact same thing I'm experiencing and for the exact reasons. Mm. Because when you talk about disability, we're so isolated as individuals. You know, we're in neighborhoods that are inaccessible. We're in communities that don't really count part of um, their spaces. And so at least, at least for a life that's really isolating and lonely, but the internet kind of provided us ability to say, oh no, these experiences are very, very, very common. Um, and so I learned from the disability community, especially like being able to listen to community is the most important part. Like just being able to sit back and re- understand like you don't know what you don't know. And, like not to mm-hmm. forward and go. Big time. Well, Big time. Like, so many people want to just jump in and be like, I know, like take a step back. Like I understand you want to talk about your experiences, do that, but like, make sure you're listening to other people and what they have to say. And so I think what disabled people learn from one another is just like, that they're not alone, that this is so much more widespread than we realize. And that together Mm -hmm. we can make these stories more prevalent and we could change the tides of our futures based off of how we decide to build community with one another today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming, 
to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Let's talk about let's talk about accessibility because I know again, like you do so much work um, advocating and shedding light on on accessibility. Like, what are just tell me some boilerplate? Like you say, someone's like, I didn't know what I didn't know, right? Like, what are things that you think that are simple ways to start? Could you give any tips or like places to plus it and just really and really get there? You help get people's mindsets in the right place to be thinking about accessibility. Yeah, well, what I tell, I give this metaphor during talks and all that stuff because I am a public speaker as well. Um, well, I tell people if I asked you, if you asked me for change for $20 and I give you $15 back, would you, oh, excuse me, yeah, if I give you $15 back, would you accept that? And most people are like, no, I asked for a full change. That's what happens every time you don't think right. make things accessible. Disabled people account for about 25 to 26% of the population at any given time. And it's even bigger now because of COVID. So there's a growing population. Mm. And um, it is, it's an ever self-populating population. Um, so when you don't make things accessible, you're not really reaching as many people as you could. Now, a lot of people think that accessibility is solely on the individual. I think accessibility is, is also a community um, conversation to be had. You know, making sure, like, there's boilerplate things like um, ASL and captioning, but you're if you're in, like, a bigger space, like you're creating a convention or uh, a speaker series, are there quiet rooms? Are you taking breaks during long sessions? Things like that. And making sure that you have people on your team from the get-go that understand accessibility or that accessibility is just necessary. Um, that's, that's really important. Um, and I, there's also like different apps and plugins that you can get to, um, create transcriptions or captions. If that's not something that happens automatically with the apps that you're using, the, um, the tools are out there. You have to look for them. There's rev.com. There's, um, mixed captions. If you're using iPhone, there's all types of things you could be using to make your content more accessible. I have to ask because I'm nosy, Imani, like, I'm sorry, you've been, you've been on boards advocating and consulting for presidents. And yes, I said, there's an S at the end of that listeners, Clinton administration, Obama, let me toot your horn, Imani, hold on. And so like, how, how in the world, and you know, being a public speaker, being an advocate, all of these things, like how in the world are you fitting content creation in all of this? How are you balancing all to of that? To be clear, I don't consult politicians. I just harass them. Um, but ah! <laughs> like, I just want to make sure that that's clear out there. Um, uh, Cause I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, I could no. So uh, you have a you have a hype person out on the internet that because I was this is this is my greater internet research. Um, <laughs> I love that you're fact checking me right now. Don't quote me on this. It's okay. No, but like people have asked me for years to get more involved in politics. Uh, I was working for a organization for the last three years and doing more local work to the state of Pennsylvania, um, where where I live. Um, and I was doing all my speaking, social media on top of that. And I just left that job in April to do this more full time. Um, which 
a blessing, mm. but also <laughs> I'm one of those people that can't say no. So I'm like, I have to do everything all the time, um, so, which is very rough on me. And, and other black disabled people are like, you need to take a break. And I'm like, I will not. Um, so it's very <laughs> difficult. But I think that um, it's really hard to create the separation between like work and your social media and all this different stuff, because when you're advocating based off of your experience, there's no time in which you could turn that off, right? Mm-hmm. But better be like, mm-hmm. I can't think about, you know, how my, you know, how there's inaccessibility out in the world. My bathroom's not accessible to me. Or like I had an argument with a DoorDash driver because they didn't believe I was actually disabled. Or, you know, there's always like these different things. Going- oh, yeah. It. I had somebody like literally interrogate me over why they needed to bring my order upstairs because I was like, I can't carry it. They're like, well, how do you go downstairs? I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you just put my order. Please just bring me my food. Um, but yeah, there's always, you, know, you always kind of feel a little bit small when you're not on the internet because all of your, like, there's still people out in the world that you have to interact with that don't care about your accessibility or, or your um, needs as a disabled person. And it can kind of be like, I have all this ability to say so many things online, but when I'm in person, does that really matter when people don't see me? as worthy of the accessibility that I need. That's just wild to me. And then I think now that you've said this, it is bringing to mind the fact that, you know, we talk a lot about how social media has democratized everything, right? Like it is, it's just been the great equalizer in so many ways. Like, tell me again, how has, um, what has social done in terms of democratizing your voice? Like, where do you feel like you've you know, made space where there may not have been? And also, like, what can these social platforms be doing better in terms of making the platforms accessible? I think that it's hard to say that I personally have made things more accessible. I think that I always try to defer back to my community because we together have made these efforts and these strides. Um, And I I hope that at the very least, other Black disabled people feel more comfortable in their own skin and like I always get teary-eyed when I think about like the parents that will say to me I you know like especially black moms who say like I raised my child differently because my child has a disability and I didn't know how to raise them because there's no examples of it Mm -hmm. as black folk Mm -hmm. and they're like I changed the way I raised my child because like you're teaching me different things about how they have they have to interact with the world and like "Mm -hmm." I'm so like (laughs) like we think of like on my phone Right. And that means huge. Yeah, it means it means so it means the world to me. And um, that's what I hope I've changed is that the that disabled pe- black disabled people are a little bit kinder to themselves and that the world is a bit kinder to black disabled people because we can be seen more readily. Um, yeah, and I think that it always gets me when I when I hear that type of stuff. Tell me how has your content evolved from when you first started creating to where you are now? I think it's interesting. I think when I first started creating, I wasn't really doing it with the intent of creating. I was just trying to like share a story. Um, and now I'm pretty, now like I'm very much so intent on understanding the conversation and responding to it um, and being really cognizant of what's going on in the disability community as well as mm. how what the world's doing it affects disabled people. Um, and so I'm more intentional about the things that I say. Um more personable because <laughs> I was just on Twitter when I first started so like people see my face back um, yeah so that's kind oh, of how it's evolved so far I would love for you to bestow upon us any advice that you would give uh, new disabled content creators out there 
Yeah, so the advice I usually give new content, new disabled content creators especially, is um, when you start your platform, take a step back. Like, I know you're excited to advocate and all these things and, like, 100%, but first of all, you're going to need to take rest for yourself. And second of all, you're going to need to listen to other people within the disability community. Um, and just because you talk about disability does not mean that you don't have to unlearn all your other isms. Those are just as important when talking about disability as your knowledge of disability is. So take a step back, understand the conversation, and understand the community that you are now beginning to advocate for or, or represent or be a part of. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Everything is Better with Creators Beyond Disability series. To listen to more episodes, check out Everything is Better with Creators on all podcast channels. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.